Happy Tuesday, everybody. I hope everybody has had a great holiday weekend and I hope we all got to eat yummy, yummy, yummy food. So on this episode today of Grab a Bizarre Sex News, I'm going to be answering more letters from my subscribers and fans. I see that you guys are really responding to this one. So let's get started. All right, so let's dig right on in. Our first letter is from a male. He writes, Dear Jessica, first off, I love your podcast. I'm a male fan and listener from New York. My girlfriend of three years is traveling with a female friend to Jamaica for a week. What worries me is that she's not an experienced traveler and she has a habit of drinking too much when she hangs out. Whenever I bring it up to her, she brushes me off and says I'm overreacting or that it's not that big of a deal. I trust her, but I think her habit of overdrinking might be a bad combination with the fact that this is her very first time traveling, especially to a place like Jamaica. It can be dangerous if you don't know where you're going. Am I overreacting? How do I seriously talk to her about this? All right, first off, thank you so much for the love and the support of my podcast. And thank you for giving me this letter. Um, Three years is a really long time, so I'm sure you guys are pretty serious. And I hope that you are celebrating with her with this trip because this is homegirl's first trip out of um, the country as well as her first trip traveling, right? So make sure that before you become a negative Nancy because that's how she's gonna look at it you want to make sure that you're celebrating it with her like yeah babe this is gonna be your trip let me help you pick out your bikinis let me make sure what cover-up you're gonna be wearing what glass sunglasses so what you guys is itinerary really get involved with this trip planning and make it fun and make it romantic for her so that way it can take off the stress Because even though you guys have been together for three years, women kind of tend to find a way to make it like, oh my God, we've been together for three years. Um, he's, he, he may cheat, you know what I mean? Or we've only been together for a day. He may cheat. So either way, you know what I mean? So she may think that you may cheat when she leaves or that you may have that, you know, doubt in the back of your mind. And it may even just be like that little small, 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 small doubt but it's still there. So you want to just constantly reassure her with this trip. Like you just want to make it where you are 100% supportive of the trip. And you also want to engage her friends. You want to make sure that you pull them aside before this trip and you say, hey, we both know homegirl drinks a little too much. And depending on how well your friend likes you she's gonna either agree or disagree if she agrees then you go ahead with you know I really you know think in the best interest we need to have like a backup plan just in case she gets a little too drunk or we need to have a drink cut off or girl just make it where you guys make it where it's you know certain days of this trip we're just not gonna drink at all But make sure that even with that conversation that you're being respectful towards her friend and that you're not sounding desperate or like you're trying to control the trip. You know what I mean? You want to make sure that 
The whole point is you want to be supportive regardless of your conversation, especially when it comes to this, because this can come off as like, like she says, overreact, you overreacting or her thinking that it's an ulterior motive. Girl, he just don't want me to go on this trip because I'm not going with him. You know what I mean? So make sure that when you're doing this, even before that, be super supportive about this trip. You know, just love on her a lot and and love her ideas and and you know let take show pictures. You know, go on social media and you guys look at the pictures and different places she can visit and different things they can do and different food they can eat and different drinks they can try and you know just really get into the trip with her. And that way, when you do bring it up. She won't feel like, oh, he's coming for me. He's coming for my trip. She'll feel like, oh my gosh, my boo really cares about me. Like he came from a place of love and understanding and he just wants to make sure that I'm okay on this trip. And trust me, when you come from that place, she will listen to what you have to say. And even when you don't think women are not listening to you, we are listening to you. So she's heard what you had to say. Now she wants to see if you're going to deliver it in a different way. And I hope with my advice that you'll do that. So thank you so much for your letter. All right, keep it moving. Our next letter is from a female in Seattle. She writes, Dear Jessica, my boyfriend of six months broke up with me out of the blue. When I asked him why, he told me I was too perfect and did nothing wrong and he felt awful for hurting me. He basically gave me the it's not you, it's me speech. This is the third relationship to end this way for me. The first lasted for a year, the second was nine months, and now this. Why do they break up with me if I am, quote unquote, perfect? Hmm. Home girl. I think this is a tough letter, but I think I am not a man, so I don't know why he broke up with you. But I do think from personal experience, hearing that word is an insult and it's a little heartbreaking like if I am perfect then why don't you want to be with me and a guy friend told me that sometimes when they say that it means that they're not together you know what I mean it doesn't mean that something's wrong with you it means that something's wrong with them and they just don't want to admit it and even though it sounds crazy that it's a it's not you, it's me speech, it could be real because men recognize a real woman. Men recognize if you are going to be too much maintenance. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean they know if they can handle you emotionally. They know if they can handle you physically. And to be honest with you, they know if they can handle you sexually. So all this capping that we do in the DMs, I, that's why I don't entertain it because, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Actions speak louder than words, but neither here nor there. So they know. And he is really trying to tell you that you're perfect. So what does that mean for you? That means that you're going to have to dumb it down a little bit. 
That means that you can't be perfect anymore. That means that you have got to let some of your flaws show. If that means that instead of wearing your hair perfectly done and you wear it, you know, with all natural and no makeup and a, and a baggy sweater and some sweatpants for a couple days, you know what I mean? Do that because men want to see that. Men want to see that you have an imperfection. And if you don't, if you have this image of perfection, they feel like, damn, I can't really measure up. Like, what is it that I can give you? And how would I measure up in your life? Because you're damn near perfect. And if I make a mistake, God only knows what would happen. Like, I don't want to mess up the image of you. You understand? So that's what they mean so now you what it sounds like is that you're gonna have to go on a on a little journey you're gonna have to do a journey to Ernie yeah you're gonna have to find yourself (laughs) you're gonna have to be okay with those flaws and you're gonna have to you're gonna have to actually sit in you like why do I feel the need you know why do people why do I project that onto people why is that people's projection of me and how do I work that out within myself because this is not you know one two or three because I'm you know the first time guys say it it's like oh that is so sweet I am perfect and then the second time they do it it's like well damn okay am I perfect like but it's a scary perfect and then the third time they do it it's like oh my god so I'm like the not marrying type perfect perfect like am I like a neurotic perfect so I totally get how you feel but I also want to be very clear with you don't take this personal do not take this personal because this is not personal this is about them and them knowing that they don't even want to go through that drama with you because it would it would it would be heart-wrenching for them not you sometimes men know when to say face ironically they know you know when to do that so again congratulations on you know projecting that you are perfect but if you really want to like land a guy you're gonna have to be imperfect in front of them you're gonna have to show some flaws and you're gonna have to be vulnerable and I know as women we don't like to be vulnerable with opposite sex because we don't trust ourselves enough, but I think you need to trust yourself. I think you need to trust yourself to be vulnerable. I think you need to trust yourself enough to show the world who you really are on the inside. Because with or without makeup, you are beautiful. So thanks so much for the letter. This one's from a female in Ohio. She writes, Dear Jessica, my boyfriend told me I was gaining weight. I am not going to lie to you, girl. I have gained 30 pounds. (laughs) Should I be mad? I have never been big before. How can I lose weight and fast? Well, before you lose out that weight, let's just say welcome to the big girl club. Hey, boo, you finna get a lot of niggas. No. Well, you're trying to lose it, so that's out the window. Um, all right, so the question, should you be mad at your boyfriend? No, you should actually be kissing him and saying, thank you so much, honey, for um, noticing me. 
and then you may want to go further with that because guys are weird he may not be meaning that in a bad way like you're gaining weight he just may mean it as an observation because men are logical they're not like us like women are shady like when we say are you gaining weight charlotte we are you already know when i said that i meant bitch you're fat (laughs) you know so remember that um but you may want to also sit down and talk to him about why you're gaining weight because with women and men and couples weight gain is a sign of happiness weight gain is a sign of satisfaction and also weight gain is a sign of depression and stress so it's one of those very thin lines so you need to figure out which one of those you are real quick because you said you want to do this fast so you need to figure it out are you too satisfied too happy too stressed or too depressed and once you nail those down you work on that and now there's no quick fix to this. Weight loss is never, it's never about the weight. It is about your psychological well-being at that time. So self-care is important. You may need to go speak with a therapist. There may be some issues that you're having in your relationship that you're not comfortable discussing with your boyfriend. There may be relationships in your um, familial tree over there with mom, dad, siblings. So you can't really be mad at him about noticing you and also if you guys are the type of people who were health nuts and you were a health nut and then all of a sudden you're not healthy and you're gaining weight this could also be a concern factor for him so no you should not um you should not be mad and i just want to point out every 10 pounds is a dress size so you have gained three dress sizes in front of this man So I think you should be insulted had he not said a word because I think men think if I don't say anything about her gaining weight, I won't get in trouble. But then that means that you're not acknowledging that problem because sometimes women just want a man to acknowledge that problem and help her. Like, babe, I see you gaining weight. Yes, I am gaining weight. I am so XYZ PDQ. And then, babe, let me help you with that because that's The nature and the flow of a relationship is to always want to help your partner be their absolute best both ways, not just you, not just you being your best for him or him being his best for you, but you both wanting to be your best for each other and making sure that you're your best. So don't be mad at him about that. And I think how you can lose weight fast, um, keep a journal of everything that you eat. a a food journal really 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 tells on yourself because then you'd be like dang I just wrote down I ate three snicker bars you don't want (laughs) to you do not want to write down how many cupcakes you have eaten in one day you don't want to write down how many little chips you you snacked on so when you put it in that direction of a food journal it actually makes you become accountable so you want to be accountable with what you are putting in your body and you also want to be mindful of the thoughts that you're telling yourself because again we're our worst critics and we are very hard on ourselves so make sure that you say I'm going to go for a walk today to clear my head I'm going to keep track of my food to make sure that I'm being accountable for what goes in my mouth And once you start getting active, 
even just doing 5,000 steps a day, you will see that you can get down those three dress sizes. But I don't think you should be mad at boyfriend. And I think that you can have the motivation to do it. I mean, if you really put your mind to it, the average pound that you can lose in a week is two and a half pounds. So you can do this in less than three months if you really, really put your mind to it. I'm going to say that, boo, 90 days. You can be down. You can you can be down a good bit. You can see that waist slim on out. And then what we do when we see results, we thank boyfriend. We say, boyfriend, I am so thankful for you because you stuck by me and you kept me motivated. And that's how relationships grow is motivating each other, encouraging each other, appreciating each other, acknowledging the good in one another, acknowledging the little things, because that's what love is all about. I think that is a good answer. I like that letter. Thanks for writing it. This letter is from a female in Virginia. She writes, my fiance is working in North Korea as an architect and has been away for about nine months. It just so happens that his birthday will be celebrated overseas without me. I wanted to make a sexy video for his birthday and surprise him. In the video, you can clearly hear me saying my fiance's name. Uh Uh-oh, where are we going with this video, y'all? I accidentally sent the video to my boss. Ooh. (laughs) Ooh. And 15 minutes later, he sent a video right back. Ooh. I can't lie. My boss is hot and big in all the right places. Oh, you should go get me the vapors, y'all. I'm going to get the vapors. We (laughs) We have always been professional towards each other. He had met my fiance at the annual Christmas party. Ooh. My question is, what do I do? How should I bring this up to my boss? Oh, well, I think you've already brought it up. <laughs> now, now it's time that we bring that down. Um, we're going to have to totally bring that down, Miss Female in Virginia. <laughs> all right. Now, let me be serious in all, in all seriousness. I think that is so cute that you did that for your fiance, that, you know, he's overseas and you are trying to keep the love alive. And I commend that. That is great you're an awesome girlfriend and I am so sorry that I'm sure he got the video but I'm so sorry that your boss got the video too but he got it he sent a video back so we don't have to worry about any you know mess falling out with human resources okay um because he basically sent his consent so I think your boss has had a crush on you all along and you sending that video probably him hearing it or maybe he didn't because guys are dumb like that they don't like to turn the volume up on their phones so he probably was just gung-ho was like oh my god this is my moment I'm gonna seize it and I did you know and I think the ball is in your court at this moment I think you can go ahead and text him back and say can we meet in a public place and you give him a public place you give him a daytime okay meet him in the day in a public place make it very you know very transparent and then if you need to bring a friend with you you know 
just to um, come and be like, okay, well, I'm, you know, shopping with my friend such and such, so I can't be long, but I do want to meet up with you and speak about, you know, me sending you that video. That's how you get in there. So then once you've done that, you can then go ahead and, you know, say, hey, I didn't really mean for you to get that. That was for my fiance. Um, can we just pretend that this never happened? And, you know, guys are pretty obliging. He'll say, yes, I'm going to pretend that it never happened because I'm your boss and I don't want to cross any negative lines. And you're going to say, great. And you guys are both going to go on your way. That's probably how that's going to go down. But you're going to have to get to that point, right? So best thing you can do right now is I would not tell my husband. <laughs> husband would not know about this one because this if you like your job, he's going to make you quit, you know, and then that gets, you know, well, honey, I didn't mean to send it. I, I mean, I, you know, and then you got to have that conversation and I know Jessica, it's not being transparent. You're not being, but sometimes with things like this, sometimes men, you don't need to know because you guys get really, 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 you go hard as, as my 14 year old niece would say, you go hard. So, um, I would say if this doesn't come up, I wouldn't bring it up. I would focus on the good, which is that, you know, it was his birthday. Did he like his birthday present? Yes, he did. And apparently his boss liked the birthday present as well. So now all you're going to have to do is just do a little tidying up before he comes home, which is, hey, I didn't mean this in the video. Can we pretend this never happened? Sure. And the other thing is, if you don't want to, even if you don't want to do that, if you don't feel comfortable meeting him because you're blushing and it's too much, just send him a text message. Just send him a text message. Hey, I didn't mean for that to happen. You know, oops, please delete that, you know, and cover your bases. But I think for the most part, you didn't mean it. It was completely harmless and it was no one's fault. So just make sure that, you know, you just let this go. Don't beat yourself up about it, okay? But thank you so much for sending the letter. Our last letter is from a male in Newark. He writes, every now and then, me and a group of my closest guy friends about seven to ten of us meet up in an undisclosed location to masturbate together. It's like a little club we have. I don't see it as gay, but as a bonding experience. What do you think, Jessica? Well, I think, you know, that it's to each his own. Um, I mean, I have so many other questions other than what do I think? Like, I want to, like, call you and actually have this conversation. Like, so how many? Okay, so what days? <laughs> like, is this once a week, twice a week? Like, like I, I need to know, honey. Um, but that's not your question. Your question is, do I see it as gay or do I see it as a bonding experience? So I'm going to give you the long answer and then I'll give you the short answer. So the long answer would be, um, since the beginning of time, men have went to an undisclosed location and masturbated together. That is what we call in the adult film industry, a jerk circle. So, <laughs> and it is like a club. <laughs> so you guys have that down pack. Um, gladiators did it. Uh, warriors did it. Marines do, you know what I mean? Like it's, you know, I've heard things about it. I've heard things about the whole situation. 
for a while. So I'm going to say that this is not as uncommon as you think. And I think that if you guys are not hurting anybody and you guys are all consensual adults and you guys are doing it and not hurting anybody, you guys can keep the club and make sure you wash your hands after. <laughs> yes. And if, if it gets, if it gets more than masturbation and I'm gonna, you know, stop being funny. If it gets more than masturbation, please practice safe sex practices, right? Please use a condom if it becomes more. Oral sex, just, you know, let's just be mindful of that. Let's just be mindful of our STDs and make sure that we get tested, that we do what we need to do, and that, you know, we're transparent with our partners. Not everybody needs to know about this club, but the most important people who are closest to your heart, like your girlfriends, fiancés, significant others, they need to know what's going on in the, you know, in the club. And who knows, you may get some more members because you told them. But I think I'm going to say there's nothing wrong with this club. And I think um, if you guys are enjoying it and it's a way for you guys to bond, hey, I've heard of weirder ways bonding, right? There's people who take their kids murdering other people with them to bond. So I don't think a jerk circle is going <laughs> to do any damage, right? I think you guys are going to be okay. So thanks for that letter. You know, I have fun every single time I read your letters. And I want to say thank you to everyone who actually takes the time to write me a letter and send it. It means the world to me. And I want to also thank everybody who's been listening to my podcast. I just love your input and I love that you guys are enjoying it too because I just have so much fun doing it. So before I go, and I know it's all fun and games here and I always am super positive. So I just want to make sure that I send out good vibes to the congregation of those African-American churches who were burned down during the terrorist attacks. I also want to send my heart to Paris as well as Sri, Sri Lanka because guys, these are real terrorist attacks. And in this moment, I think more than anything, we have got to stand and stick together because we are all more alike than we care to admit. And the great Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. told us long ago that people must learn to hate. And if they can learn to hate, then they can be taught to love. For love comes more naturally to the human heart than the opposite. Misunderstanding arising from ignorance breeds fear. And fear remains the greatest enemy of peace. So I invite us all to be fearless. I invite us to stand against racism, to any kind of discrimination and intolerance. And I just want to say that and see you guys next time. Well, that's all the time we have. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and rocking with Team Grab It. Remember, be good or be good at it. Until next time. Bye.